All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of What's What BR. As you can see, we have our returning and one of our favorite guests, Bear Broom. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. It's a good I, day in Baton Rouge. <laughs> it is. We got good weather. It's been cold. It kind of warmed up a little bit. I was tired of doing like heater in the morning, air conditioning in the I afternoon. Know, right? <laughs> so, I've been having the same experiences. <laughs> My kids are telling me to start the car and put it on 90 and then pick them up. They're like, why is it on 70? I'm like, I don't know. It's just <laughs> welcome to Baton Rouge. That's it. If you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. It'll change. <laughs> so, well, as always, I appreciate you taking some time, getting some information out. Got a couple of things we wanted to run through today. Start, you know, kind of where we've been starting for about the last little bit. You know, we've got, you know, it seems I'm don't want to be the guy throwing the flag saying, you know, COVID's done, but, you know, it does seem like we're on the better side of, you know, the line at this point. Is that where you're seeing because you get the official? Yeah, I would say if, as we look at the data that um, we are trending downward, especially in terms of hospitalizations, uh, our positivity rate is uh, trending downwards as well. Um, however, it still remains above the 10% threshold. And the uh, Louisiana Department of Health is reporting new data this week, and we're hoping to see our percent positivity rate drop below 10%. So, um, of course, what does that mean? That means that we are almost in Mardi Gras season. And so we just want to encourage everyone as they celebrate Mardi Gras to celebrate safely. So how is it His, with the Mardi Gras from a, are we back to what we would think maybe kind of a normal Mardi Gras or modified, you know, it oh. seems like you give everybody an inch and they take a yard, right? It's like, Hey, go, you know, we'll bring the, you know, come to the parade, be smart. And then nobody's smart. Right. So I uh, certainly think that we have to remember that COVID is still a part of uh, our environment. And with that being said, when we celebrate Mardi Gras, we should celebrate it safely. You know, we've been encouraging uh, crews to uh, get their vaccine, to get boosted if they haven't done that. And of course, to uh, not come out if you're experiencing some symptoms, but also to practice the original protocols that were in place uh, from the very beginning. And so that's what we are encouraging people to do. Well, tell me, Without the, I guess not the official or the detail, detail, what do you do for Mardi Gras? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I will have a low key Mardi Gras. I will probably be right here in uh, Baton Rouge, unless I take a few uh, minutes to escape for a few uh, uh, hours and, and go traverse some other uh, territory and nearby areas. But I'll probably be right here uh, in Baton Rouge unless anything changes, but that's, that's my, that's my plan. There we go. Kind of, I let everybody else go run and have a lot of the fun. I'll get some work done behind the scenes or, or some just rest. get a break. A I'll, break. Rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let my, let somebody else's phone ring for a little bit yeah. and I'll uh, enjoy that. So, well, tell me what is this? We've got a DOJ workshop you know, that's working its way, you know, through or to, and we've got, you know, we've got a, a, a plan. We're always, you know, we're always building the plan. We're trying, and then it's 
build the plan, execute the plan, put it back together, execute it again. What is this with this, you know, kind of this violence strategy and this DOJ? How do they kind of commingle, or I don't know if that's the right word, but how they kind of tie in together? Well, we call it a collaboration. Uh, and actually, I recently formally established the East Baton Rouge Public Safety Collaborative. And uh, it was very timely that the Department of Justice's National Public Safety Partnership came in to do a workshop with our collaborative. And so this workshop provided our law enforcement and community agencies with training and technical assistance resources from the Department of Justice to enhance our strategies and uh, collaboration. And as a result, uh, we are developing a strategic, comprehensive, and collaborative plan to address violence from a parish-wide approach. Now, this collaboration is intended to support the ongoing efforts to build what we describe as an ecosystem of public safety, which is built on law enforcement, community engagement, along with mental health and uh, social services. And so I like to brand and look at our public safety strategies and solutions in terms of short-term and long-term uh, solutions. So for example, in addition to this collaboration, uh, our short-term um, uh, goals and solutions include collaborating with other law enforcement agencies where we identify and focus on hot spots of violent crime. Our long-term solutions uh, included addressing the underlying causes of violence like poverty, like disinvested communities. And so this is our long-term, short-term approach in a very um, you know, brief synopsis, if you will. And then of course, we're looking forward to the uh, comprehensive strategic uh, plan that is being developed with our law enforcement and community partners here in Baton Rouge as a result of the Department of Justice's national public partnership. So they kind of had a workshop or workshop was put together. And then at the same time, it just kind of lined up to where we had stakeholders attending the workshop. And then we're now able to really start putting together some of these actions from a workshop to then develop a bigger plan of how we can tackle some of the violence that we're seeing. Is that I, I fair? Would say, I would say that's a fair assessment. Prior to the workshop, however, I came out with our public safety plan that we shared with the um, Metro Council, which included our short-term and long-term goals. And actually, this initiative uh, with the uh, Department of Justice was part of our uh, long-term goal in that they're developing a three-year comprehensive approach and plan for violence reduction. There we go. Okay. I think everybody wants that, right? Like nobody's oh, yes. advocating violence, right? Nobody wants yes. it. It's like, so how do we solve, you know? And so this is what I like, you know, about, you know, for the show, the podcast, you know, what I feel with, you know, the feedback that I get from people is that they can kind of, talk they can they can hear us you know where did this come together like yes. very simply and one of the things i always like to kind of kind of segue us over you know the drainage issue that you started tackling which was back 
you know, I guess shortly after May or maybe around May of last year or something after we had some of that. I think we had we were on the show and we were talking about it where a lot of people were up in arms about, oh, we flooded again. I was one of them. So I feel like I can be the guy who goes, you know what? It happens when you get that much rain. Like we can't do things, but I guess I'm digressing. Where I'm getting at is we've been able to kind of follow this program through. So what? where is that now? You know, like we started originally with an idea of here's what we're going to do. And people were actually surveying and walking out and finding we're soliciting. And this has made, this has gotten some traction. You know, this has gotten some legs and impact that people I'm afraid may not realize if they missed a 30 second bite, you know, on a news channel. You're absolutely right. And we did have this conversation last year. Uh, and since June of last year, 2021, we have dedicated more than $60 million of our American Rescue Plan funds for drainage and water quality in East Baton Rouge Parish. Now, what does that look like? So, so far we have removed more than 8 million pounds of sediment and debris from our drainage ways. That's a biggie. And then we've cleaned more than 3,000 storm drains and scrubbed more than 18 miles of drainage pipe. And so we're going to continue, and we are continuing this initiative. Uh, and our goal, of course, uh, once we're completed, is that we will have clean storm drains in the city parish with uh, uh, all over our city and parish. Now, we're still talking about, and I, I wanted to say this, Brandon, uh, we did a segue from public safety to drainage. And, and that's, you know why? Because we're talking about top issues, top priorities, not only of the mayor, but of our citizens. And so that's, I'm glad we're having this conversation. So going back to, that was a side note, going back to, yeah. um, uh, we're also addressing um, roadside dishes, ditches, excuse me, about 1300 of those. We're dealing with sinkholes, about 1,100 of those. Uh, we're cleaning 19 miles of canals and 20 streams and tributaries in East Baton Rouge Parish. And we're also spending $2.1 million to repair many of our concrete line canals. So the work continues. We started this conversation mm -hmm. last year, you're absolutely right. And uh, we are continuing with our drainage initiatives. I think that's, and that's where I was getting to the, you know, in, back in June last year when this started, it was kind of a hot topic because a lot of people, you know, back in the middle of May, we got some water and we did some flooding and, you know, the, you were able to take this and move it and get into action. But too many times, I think people are wondering like, well, what, are, what is anybody doing? Well, nobody's, you know, who's, that's what I like here. We're able to keep getting this message out. Like things are happening. That is an incredible amount. I'm like, how did we even begin to have that much junk in the drainage system? You know, and then it's, and the beauty, or I guess the double-edged sword on something like this is nobody gets mad unless something bad happens. Something bad happens, you go out, fix the problem, you put millions of dollars into it and millions of man hours and people's time and energy. And guess what? It doesn't happen again. So nobody thinks anything of it. It's like, in, like what have you done for me lately, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we're so, doing a lot on a regular and consistent basis to help um, mitigate drainage in our community. Um, 
we're taking steps to reduce flood potential for homes and businesses. But I have to say this, you know, we have to recognize um, that we are having ever-changing climate issues. I love this phrase one reporter uh, termed, you know, showers on steroids. The showers we're getting <laughs> in 2022 are not the same showers we got in 1992 or uh, 1982. Uh, things are changing. So um, what we have to do in Louisiana, in Baton Rouge, we have to implement water management as a way of life. And have some patience. Have some patience. That's good. That is absolutely good. You know, everybody's, you know, we've all, we've all said it, you know, whether it was, we were talking about COVID or whether we were talking about, you know, one of the hurricanes that have come through or the thunderstorms, everybody adapts and everybody in our community is able to pull together. But sometimes I think people just try to rush too fast and they get mad at, you know, this is, this shouldn't have happened or that shouldn't have happened or we need to fix violence. It's, you're not going to take and solve the violence problem overnight. We're not going to solve drainage overnight. But what people, I think, need to realize is that it's not forgotten about in your office. It's not forgotten about at the Metro Council. It's not forgotten about people are actually having these discussions. You might have forgot about it until it rained and you got a little water on your back patio, you know, Joe Citizen. Mm -hmm. But you guys are still working these issues out on a Absolutely. regular basis, putting the plans together, getting it through. It takes a while to change, you know, move things around. And so people need to be patient, but also realize that people are still working on it. Don't just act like nothing's happening. Yeah, you know, are. all that debris didn't come out by itself. We're constantly <laughs> working on it because we're concerned about what concerns our citizens. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you spending some time and give us a little, you know, what's going on. And, you know, we didn't have too much, you know, today to run through. I don't know if there's anything else, but I think, you know, that kind of gives us, you know, kind of high level of kind of some basic where we are. And I appreciate you always checking in with us. And well, I, I, do you want, I do want to say a couple of things, Brandon, and that is <laughs> for people to get more information on what's going on with our stormwater system. We've got a website. It's stormwater dot brla.gov stormwater.brla.gov and when we talk about other infrastructure issues like move ebr we've got a mm -hmm. website to see where those projects are uh we've got you can go to move br that's move brla.gov and you can see the progress of the projects that are taking place with move BR as well. And you did, and I'm going to hit you with it, wasn't a curveball, but it was something else that I think you were able to implement that is another one of these huge projects, I can only imagine, massively huge project, comes out, it gets the blurb, and then everybody forgets about it. But I'm on a regular basis, is the open budget. That oh, now yeah, open you can data. Open, open data. data. So that's, you're right. That's a biggie. That's a big one. And I feel like there's not enough, you know, wind or it's like, it's a short lived wind, right? It's like buying fireworks. You know, you've, you put all the work to go get them. You get everybody safe, you light it up, it explodes. And everybody's like, well, wait, where's the next firework? It's like, can we not realize what we did here? Open data, you know, all of these platforms and getting people information when they need it right at their fingertips. 
You're right. Just overlook at it. <laughs> You're right. One of our priorities is a focus on transparency. And so we believe that the transparency, of course, motivates greater performance. Uh, it helps us with our, our um, the use of data, and we should be making data-driven decisions. And it also helps us with our citizen engagement. And so um, people can see what's going on in uh, city parish government uh, by going to our website at Open Data BR. And Open Data BR has all of our information there. Absolutely. I've used it a number of times. People will ask, well, what about this? And I'm like, well, I'll go look it up. And it makes it that easy. It's a very simple to use. And those are the things I think that people, like I said, they forget about that I, I would bet a large amount of money that that was not an idea of say, let's just put everything online where everybody can see it. Can you make that happen by the end of the week? It's not one of those projects. No, no. <laughs> and so if they go to uh, uh, brla.gov and just put in open data, they'll get to the website. There you go. Mm -hmm. Too many times people just don't, they don't go look. You know, it's right there. We, you guys try to put as much information out there and, and then they just go to social media to look for information. And that's the wrong place to go. So go get the facts at open data beyond. <laughs> there you go. Well, I appreciate you spending the time with us. I firmly believe it, especially when I'm talking to you, you got better things to do than talk to me all day. So no, I thank you for what you do to get the word out to the community. Absolutely. We try. I started this, uh, Man, we're going to be coming up on two years now. And wow. um, this was supposed to be a small little, just talk to some people and I'll find somebody else and I can't get anybody else to do it. So unfortunately, <laughs> you're stuck with me for now, but um, we'll keep doing it. It seems people like it. So we appreciate you taking the time. You're one of our highlight people like to see what's going on. So well, I appreciate, people like the you know. appreciate the opportunity. Well, awesome. Well, we'll have you back again soon and we'll okay. make it happen. Have a great day. Thank you. All right.